There's a conspiracy afoot that's pulling the world into darkness. Information is the new battlefield. Propaganda, disinformation, and media manipulation dominate the minds of the public. Join us on the Dark to Light Show as we remove the head of the snake and expose media censorship, social and cultural engineering, and the unfolding global conspiracy of the New World Order. Welcome back to the Dark Delight Show. My name is Josh. It is December 7th, 2022, the 81st anniversary of the attack on Pearl Harbor. The first 9-11. That's right. The first attack that was allowed to happen. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you start investigating that kind of stuff, you understand that that we were sitting ducks there in Pearl Harbor and we had direct notification that the Japanese were going to attack, but allowed it to happen because the United States wanted to enter the war because war is good for the economy. And, you know, war is good for an economy that is on the brink of collapse. War is good for an economy that they want to switch. That they want to change off into something new. And that's what we're seeing right now. The Great Reset. The Great Reset is in full force. It is underway. And we are watching the systematic collapse of the global community, whether it's social, cultural, academic, economic, financial, political. It's happening right before our eyes. But don't worry. Don't worry. You're going to be well distracted with everything else going on, taking your attention over here or over there. Well, in the midst of that, the globalists, the elitists, these people that control the strings of all the puppets begin to work their magic. They start producing small scale, little events, things that go unnoticed by the mainstream media and by the alternative media, things that aren't normally recognized. And these small events that are chaotic in their nature, tumultuous, begin to culminate into an incredibly large black swan event where everybody says, I didn't know, we we could never have saw this come. We, We had no idea that this could have happened. But of course, they knew this was going to happen. They planned this to happen. See, you can't just shut off the world. You can't just turn off the global economy. You can't just kill the supply chain overnight. Instead, you have to have small little chips away at the foundation. And this is exactly what we're seeing. And now we're seeing problem, reaction, solution. The problems are being generated by the globalists. Everything from the perpetuation of climate change, of which... We're going to get to the point where there actually is climate change because these people are going to manipulate the weather to the point where it actually becomes a reality. From climate change to social unrest, the social unrest comes because of the overburden, the overwhelming amount of information that gets perpetuated out there onto the minds of individuals. The cultural wars that occur, the indoctrination of our children, the corruption of our local and state politicians, the increases in crime, the hyperinflation, the political destabilization. This happens by a a separation 
of the various leading political parties. The radicalization of both of those political parties to the far ends of their spectrum. The turning of them against each other from ideology. And at the same time, all that is happening. All those distractions are in place. We have these small little attacks on infrastructure. An anonymous shooter went across North Carolina the other day and shot various energy distribution facilities, taking out power for 40,000 people with just four bullets. Four bullets removed power for 40,000 people. That person knew exactly where to shoot those waypoints, those distribution facilities. And that's not the last time that you're going to hear about something like that. Not only that is I talked about this last night in my podcast. The state of Michigan has a House resolution that is in committee right now known as House Joint Resolution Y. I want you to listen very carefully to this because New York State is right behind them on this. But this is to amend the state constitution in Michigan. What does it do? It's going to convene a board of which the board shall do the following. Purchase or acquire by eminent domain all of the electric and natural gas generation, distribution, and transmission facilities owned by an investor-owned utility in the state, and then set all rates, fares, fees, charges, services, rules, conditions of service, and all other matters pertaining to the formation, operation, or direction of the state public utility. They are nationalizing energy in Michigan. They want to take over. All coal, energy production, hydroelectric energy production, nuclear energy production, and natural gas energy production. This includes all gas stations, pumps. Now, why would they want to do that? Now, now how about this? Is they're going to put into the House resolution? It might not pass, but it's going to set the precedent. See, what happens is, as more attacks begin to occur on infrastructure, on energy, on supply chain, you will see problem, then the people's reaction, the social and national reaction, which obviously is going to be a big deal, and then the solution. The solution is going to be nationalization. Everything is going to go towards a centralization of power. What do I mean? Well, listen, we had Event 201 in 2019, which basically prophesied the COVID-19 pandemic. The only slight difference between Event 201, which was a global exercise in the midst of a pandemic, this was October 17th, 2019, two months before the COVID pandemic actually began, that talked about a novel coronavirus that spreads throughout the world and the global solution to it was an mRNA vaccine. The only difference was that this one in the global scenario was released in a wet market in South America, not China. Well, in the summer of 2021, the World Economic Forum and the United States military, CISA, and so forth, also came together and did a joint exercise. This exercise was known as Cyber Polygon, which were cyber attacks done on our infrastructure and supply chain. Since that point, we've seen well over 150, I think the number took 158 various food processing and distribution facilities catch on fire. Now, they're not completely disabled, but they caught on fire. 
And most of these are mom and pop shops, which means that they'd have to go get those repairs, insurance company, banks. And if they don't abide by ESG standardization, they're not going to get those loans. And then they just get offers to buy out these types of things, as well as over 30 various attacks on energy distribution production and manufacturing facilities. We've seen oil refineries just blow up overnight, and now we're seeing gunshots to transformers that are taking out electricity for over 40,000. These are the small, little, chaotic events that are all culminating to one large event. Now, during this last summer, you might have recognized that, that there were water crises occurring throughout the United States. The Colorado River is drying up. We had many lakes, freshwater lakes, drying up throughout Utah, California, Nevada, Arizona. We had one of the largest droughts in the Midwest that came about and brought one of the lowest yields of food or crops in the last 50 years. Problem, reaction, solution. The economy is hanging by a thread. We have hyperinflation that came about through radicalized government spending and printing from the Federal Reserve, through the sustainment of the overnight liquidity markets, the international debt bond markets, which hyperinflated our currency, devalued our currency, increased the cost of living, the cost of goods and services around the world. You add into that a supply chain crunch. You add into that depleted energy resources that are just being shunned away, shut down. Nuclear power plants all throughout the United States being shut down. Coal processing plants for energy, shut down. Hydroelectric plants, shut down. This is all part of their plan. We can sit there and think that there is some magical force behind the scenes that's going to come and save us. But I'm telling you right now that these people who are making these events occur, they don't care. They will scorch this earth before they ever give up power. They will do everything in their ability to hold and retain power and implement their agenda. And they are fast at work right now. I just talked about the Michigan House resolution that's on the bill. Well, how about this? White House-linked group backed by George Soros wages behind-the-scenes war on gasoline. That's right. They're saying that existing federal laws can be used to force gas stations to build a EVCs, electric vehicle charging stations. But that's not all. That, that's just a headline that you see. But if you read the article, you find out more. Governing for Impact, GFI, secretive George Soros-funded group, has advised the Biden administration issued a memo to policymakers how to curb gasoline usage. We're going to talk about that in just a minute when we come back with more Dark Delight Show. We'll be right back. Closing time Open all the doors and let you out into the world. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of My Pillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to mypillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using 
promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. And secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. It's electric! <laughs> All right, back to the Dark Delight show. And we're just talking about the governing for impact, the GFI, a secretive George Soros-funded group which has advised the Biden administration and issued a memo to policymakers how to curb gasoline usage. Now, they don't want to curb gasoline usage. They want to control it. Michigan has a House resolution out there to talk about nationalizing their energy utility, going in there and taking over through eminent domain all of the energy production and distribution facilities. Well, what what does this memo from GFI talk about? It argues that the Clean Air Act provides the Environmental Protection Agency with the authority to control or even prohibit the commercial sale of any motor vehicle fuel. That's right. The memo, which was assembled with climate group Evergreen Collaborative, also argued that the agency could force gas stations to build electric vehicle charging stations on their property. But the most important part is it's telling the Biden administration that the EPA under the Clean Air Act has the authority to go in there and basically nationalize all gas pumps, all motor vehicle fuels in the United States. States. Now, what I want you to understand here is let's imagine that an energy crisis, which is hitting Europe right now, hits the United States in the next few months. Joe Biden has already began depleting our strategic petroleum reserve, which is meant for exactly that, an energy crisis and national security. If that happened, what would they do? Well, would they utilize this EPA 
policy under the Green Clean Air Act to start seizing motor vehicle fuels around the country, shutting off 10 out of the 20 pumps at gas stations, limiting the amount of fuel that you can put in your vehicle. That's exactly what they're seeking to do. If they can't nationalize and take full control over it, they will limit how much you're able to get. Now, if you think that's a problem, imagine what happens when CBDC, Central Bank Digital Currencies, come out and they're programmable money and you go to the gas station to fill up your car. And see, because of the climate agenda, carbon taxes, ESG, your programmable money for fuel is limited. And you go to fill up your, ga- your car and all of a sudden you've reached your limit on how much fuel you can utilize for that week. You have to put a request certificate in to your government to get an extension. It takes two weeks to process. That's where we're headed right now. This is the state of the world right now. Well, how about this? Germany and the Netherlands are cracking down on farmers. That's right. See, the World Economic Forum has brought about a policy through the Sustainable Development Forum at the United Nations about nitrogen usage, how nitrogen usage attributes to global warming and that Europe, the European Union itself, was put out a whole program to reduce nitrogen utilization within the European Union. Now, if you don't know, if you're not in the agriculture or farming, nitrogen helps to increase the yields of crops, the potential of over 50%. Well, guess what? The European Union wanted to decrease the nitrogen uses by about 50%. Well, farmers in Germany and the Netherlands came out and said, no, we're not doing that. We will go out of business. There will not be enough food for Europe to eat. Well, the government in the Netherlands, the Dutch government has came out and said, well, guess what? If you're not going to comply with us, we're going to utilize eminent domain rules and laws in the Netherlands to reclaim your farmland. Just the other day, they announced that they're going to take back 3,000 farms, family farms that have been there for generations throughout the Netherlands through eminent domain protocols because these farmers refuse to comply with the nitrogen requirements put out by the European Union. Now, that might just seem like, uh, you know, a nothing burger. It's just the Netherlands. You know, who cares about that? The Netherlands produces over what I think it's about. 60% of all food exports to Europe. They are the second largest exporter of food on the planet. That's going to bring about a food crisis. You know, this is interesting too, because I mentioned water here in the beginning, but we haven't even got to the water wars yet. We haven't even got to the water crisis yet. That's coming next. The first two things that they're attacking... Problem, reaction, solution is energy and food. And the reason they attack energy and food is because these are the crutch, the foundation of the global economy. And see, in order to get to the water war, which comes next, 
you have to take down energy infrastructure and the supply chain. Once you take these two down, the economy begins to crumble and collapse. Once the economy crumbles and collapse, people start getting thrown out of their houses. Banks recall loans, mortgages, people get put on the streets. People get put on the streets. They no longer have jobs. They can't drive to work because the, the oil and gas is just not there and the government's limiting them. There's no food. People are starving. And now enter the water crisis. Three to seven days is about what you can last without water in your system. Now, if you include depleted immune systems, immunocompromised people from the, the vaccine, the jabby jab jab that has came out there, you understand that we're headed towards global crises. And this is exactly what these people want. They want to push a campaign of fear onto the world. They want people broke, jobless, homeless, sick, hungry, and thirsty so that they will beg their government for assistance. From this, we're going to see the, the creation of what Alex Jones used to call FEMA camps. These will be uh, quarantine camps or relief camps or whatever you want to call them, but they're nothing more than concentration camps, modern-day concentration camps, the same ones that are being built in the Guangzhou province in China that can fit 246,000 beds, 264,000 beds. Quarantine camps, right? Because, you know, they've had one COVID death in the last week, and so they have these tough COVID measures that people are protesting against, and they're utilizing these measures to lock down all of China to see how well it works, to test out their technology before they implement it on the rest of the world, to see how the Chinese people will acquiesce to the power and authority of the CCP as it begins its totalitarian reign over the people and the reduction of the population. Because once these people start going into these quarantine, I mean concentration camps, I guarantee you there's going to be a rare illness that breaks out and starts killing a whole bunch of people, especially the immunocompromised ones. Now, I might sound like the bearer of doom and gloom today, but I think that this is a conversation that everybody needs to hear. Because everything I have said here is happening right now in the world. And you can look at it as mere coincidence. You can look at it as, you know, just simultaneous events occurring in the world. We live in a chaotic world. That's just the way it is. Or you can understand that there's a hidden hand behind it and it's all being orchestrated. It's all being designed to a specific degree to usher in the new world order. A techno-fascist totalitarian state dependent upon big government, big surveillance, nanotechnology utilized under the skin to monitor, track, programmable currencies utilized to control your habits, your spending, your money, to the point where you're going to own nothing. You will say nothing. You will think nothing unless they want you to. It's a scary view, perspective of the dystopian future that we're headed towards. But everything that we see coming down the road, everything that we see coming down the line, everything that they're planning right now, is moving towards this point. The, the Davos agenda for 2023 has just been released, and guess what is on the topic? 
the resolution, how to resolve exactly those problems we just talked about. And in the midst of all that, you're going to see drinkable, usable water begin to decline. The cost of water is going to begin skyrocketing across the United States and across the globe. You're going to see droughts like you've never seen before throughout the planet. People will be fighting wars over fresh water. That's coming. That's 2025, 2026. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with more Dark Delight Show after this. Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. All right, we are back with the Dark Delight Show. And what I was talking about, I'm, I'm talking about the Firestorm event. I've been talking about this for years. And uh, if you follow me on my podcast, you'll know that I hate to be right on this stuff. And unfortunately, we were right on this, that this is what's happening. And so how does it all culminate together? I mean, we have all these small little pieces working together that are destroying these various parts of the puzzle, this foundation. Well, it all has a catalyst event that comes about. The catalyst event is some type of major black swan event, whether it's a, a war, whether it's the, the housing market collapse, global financial collapse, run on the banks, whatever it might be. But it's one of these catalyst events that basically hits the home run for this, these types of events, brings it all together, culminates it all in the one point. In uh, the entertainment industry, there's a book series out there called the Jackpot Series. This is exactly what they're talking about. Now, what could we see happen with that? Well, I, I put this out there as well, is that we have the Ukraine-Russian conflict which is a proxy war with the European Union, NATO, the United States of America. Now, one thing that's happened here is that the United States has given over $100 billion to Ukraine. They've also given massive amounts of rockets and tanks and vehicles and munitions and weapons. But if you remember just a few months ago, the 1st Battalion Regiment of the Ukrainian military came out and said they, they're not seeing any of this stuff. They're not getting munitions. They're running out of ammo. They don't have guns. They don't have updated equipment. They don't have vests. They don't have any of this stuff. So where is that stuff going? If it's not going to Ukraine, where is it going? Well, we just find out from uh, some African nations that have stepped forth and said the United States needs to stop giving these arms to Ukraine because what's happening is, is they're going directly to the oligarchs in Ukraine and they're selling them off to the terrorist organizations, the militant camps in northern Africa. 
Now, what's interesting about that is these militant camps in Northern Africa are basically funded and operated by China. And so now we start to see this other part of the global puzzle begin to make sense. That this is a war of attrition. That warfare in the 21st century is not necessarily kinetic warfare. It's economic. It's social. But it's also resource-based. And the conflict between Russia and Ukraine, the reason why Russia just hasn't gone in there and completely annihilated Ukraine, which they could do within a 24-hour period, is because this is about sustainment. This is about sustaining the West's funding of the war in Ukraine. Sending all their arms, munitions, rockets, everything over there, depleting their arsenals. Because you got to remember, Russia has teamed up with China. China wants Taiwan, but Ty- they can't go into Taiwan when NATO and the Western nations are strong. And so what they do is they create this proxy conflict. They deplete the resources of the United States and NATO. you got to remember, what else is Joe Biden doing? He's, he's spending our strategic petroleum reserve meant for national security and military They depleted our military, gotten rid of almost all the members who were unvaccinated. Do you see how this all sets up for a massive defeat of the Western militaries by the Eastern Dragon? Russia is simply playing along with the BRICS scenario that take down the Western alliance. They are depleting the assets of the Western nations through a proxy war, the war of attrition, to the point where China feels strong enough, they will go into Taiwan. And when they go into Taiwan, they will be met with no resistance. They will control 72% of the global chip manufacturing. They will control the port, the, the, sorry, they will control the channel of Taiwan, which is utilized for 80% of global shipping. They will control the supply chain, period. What else could we potentially have? We could have North Korea launch an attack on South Korea, on Japan, which would integrate the United States directly into that war as well. We have Russia now building a, erecting a new missile base on an island just around Japan. We have Iran beefing up everything that they're doing. They also have a social and cultural revolution going on. At the same time, they could come out and attack Israel. We have global destabilization on a level not seen in centuries. And you got to ask yourself, is it a coincidence that that runs parallel to the words of Klaus Schwab in 2019 when he came out and announced the Great Reset? Or the book that he put out called The Fourth Industrial Revolution to where we're headed towards a multipolar world. See, I don't believe in coincidences at that scale. I believe that there are 
groups and organizations that are orchestrating these events behind the scene that are planning and coordinating this to fool the masses into this perpetuation of fear, of propaganda, utilizing tactics of psychological warfare targeted directly at the global population, making them think that something is not, making them believe that what they see is actually real, when in a sense, it's anything but. It's the two wings of the same bird flying above this planet and taking control, centralizing the economy, governments, social information and data distribution centers, social media, mainstream media. It's all controlled opposition. Controlled opposition against you so that you don't question the narrative of where the world is heading so you don't rise up and fight against the tyranny that is already here this planet is under attack we are at war the war is information warfare the war is social warfare it's economic warfare. Wars don't have to be kinetic. They don't have to be physical in nature. This war has been waging on for a very long time, but now the battles are leaking out into the streets. We're starting to notice them and see them every day. The small little chaotic events are all culminating to one large scale global collapse. And I hate to be the bearer of doom and gloom, but you know what? I rather put this information out there and people be prepared and nothing happen than to stay quiet, allow it to happen and people not be prepared. That's why this is so critically important because there is a good potential that we are headed towards this type of event right now within the next six months, the 12 months, the 18 months. And then that's where the real fun begins. That's when we pick up the sticks after the chaos. That's when the global order begin organizing and taking control, moving their troops into the kinetic front of this war. I used to think that it was a, a scary or dangerous time to be alive. But I don't think that now. I think it's an incredibly exciting time to be alive. Because you, me, and everybody else on this planet have the ability to stand up, to rise up, to speak up against the tyranny, the oppression that is occurring, the government censorship of information, of voices, and really begin the process of changing and molding this world into a vision that is beneficial towards humanity. The only thing that we have to do is we have to cut through the minutia of propaganda, disinformation, misinformation. We have to move through the multi-century workings 
of these globalists and eliting, elitists who have set up this infrastructure of control. It's not so hard for a slave to break out the chains that bound him. Except for when those chains are invisible and the slave doesn't know he's in prison. That's where we're at today. And if we can break through that prison, if we can break through that bondage, we can finally understand what it means to be free. We're going to take a quick break. Be back with more Dark Delight Show after this. Hey guys, Josh here. Mike Lindell of MyPillow has been an amazing patriot supporting President Trump and conservative and Christian values throughout the last four to five years with everything that's been going on. We ask you to go out to MyPillow.com and help support Mike Lindell as well as myself and this show, The Dark Delight Show, with using promo code RPP to save up to 66% on your purchase. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. The world is becoming more unglued by the day. Local consequences are now showing up. We are seeing sky-high gas prices, higher food prices, shortages, and more. How should you respond? Go to redpills.tv slash patriot. That's R-E-D-P-I-L-L-S dot TV slash patriot. Secure your long-term emergency food storage from My Patriot Supply. My Patriot Supply is by far the largest preparedness company in America. They're in stock and shipping quickly in unmarked boxes to your door. Their emergency food supplies last up to 25 years in storage. When you need it, it'll be there. Lunches, dinners, drinks, and snacks totaling over 2,000 calories a day. Get free shipping on any order over $99. Again, go to redpills.tv slash patriot. The global financial system is on the verge of collapse. Here in the United States of America, we have rising inflation, rising cost of goods and services from gas to food. We have supply chain disruptions. We have the incompetent presidency of the United States of America running the U.S. dollar into the ground by debasing it, by radicalized spending and printing. There is only one thing in this world right now that is a worthy investment that has been the hedge for inflation year after year. Guys, that's gold and silver. Look, I invest in gold and silver, and there's no reason why you should not either. My buddy, Dr. Kirk Elliott, is an economist and financial advisor, and he is amazing at what he does by helping you get your 401ks, your IRAs, or just helping you purchase gold and silver bullion. You can give him a call at 720-605-3900, or go to getgoldtoday.com and let him know that Josh from the Red Pill Project sent you. Dark Delight with Josh Reed on the WYSL stations. All right, we are back. You know, let's have a glimmer of hope here. You know, as a species, we've made it this far. We've came to this point. We've had our downturns. We've had our golden ages, our renaissance. For 300 years, this country has survived with the Constitution still intact, even though they might not abide by it over in Congress and government and might try to take more power and control that they actually have. But we still have it. We can still fight with it and for it. 
And see, I don't think that the globalists are going to be successful. I don't think that we're going to see some type of black mirror, dystopian, brave new world agenda come about. What we're going to get is what we've always got. Is a compromise. Something in between. But let's be hopeful here. The beautiful thing is, is that people around the world are waking up. People around the world are finally opening their eyes and seeing how corrupt governments are. How the governments and politicians of the world are nothing more than puppets that are being orchestrated by private interest, corporations, billionaires, philanthropies, NGOs, nonprofits, think tanks. That there's a small group of people on this planet who have the molding hand of the future. And see, knowledge is power. And the more people that wake up and begin to see the truth, the more do we come to a critical juncture of how humanity thinks. There's something out there known as the 100th monkey syndrome, or also what I call the banister effect. And the way this works is that when humanity learns something new, or you, you bring something new into the global consciousness, it becomes accepted, especially something that's never been done before. Like when Bannister in the Olympics first broke the four-minute mile. Doctors said for the longest time that that can't be done, that your heart would explode. No one ever believed it could be done. And Bannister did it. Within the first decade, 20,000 people, including teenagers, had done it. Now it's a norm just for qualification. And see, as more people begin to wake up and understand that we live in a world of information warfare, of propaganda, disinformation, misinformation being perpetuated at them day in and day out that are tugging and targeting their emotional centers <clears throat> that most people are indoctrinated to have a low emotional intelligence. When we begin to realize this, we start taking control of the information that our minds are privy to. We start understanding how to filter information, question information. And if that process begins to take hold within the global consciousness, there's nothing that can stop what's coming. See, if you have a planet full of people who are questioning the narrative, of people who are saying no to power and control structures, the people who are rising up and speaking their minds and putting out their own thoughts, ideas, and concepts of what the world should be, then the globalist agenda fails. You cannot implement a global control structure if you have people who want freedom, if you have a planet full of people who are free 
thinking individuals who question the information that they're being told, that's being perpetuated to them through mainstream media, through social media, through all the various channels and outlets. People are waking up en masse. And this is where we come to the, the big battle between the Great Reset and the Great Awakening. And see, that's the beautiful thing, is that the Great Reset was dead before it ever got started. For the fact is that the Great Awakening was already in progress. That people understand that they should never believe anything that anybody says, no matter who they are or what authority they possess or profess, unless they can prove it with their own research, through their own investigation, through their own will and volition and experiences. And when that becomes a critical juncture within the minds of humanity, no government will be able to control anybody. No dictator will be able to put the boot on the neck of anybody. I've watched some of these videos here in China of these large groups, thousands and thousands of people being led into these concentration camps, called quarantine camps, but concentration camps. And it reminds me of these images I I saw from Nazi Germany with thousands of Jews standing before one German soldier who was leading them like a sheepdog. And the same thing we are seeing in China, entering into the quarantine camps, where all of those people had to do is turn around and say no, and stomp the hand that sought to rule over them. And we're coming to that point now. The people of China are waking up. They're standing up against their government. And yes, they're being smacked down. Yes, they are being oppressed. But they will continue. They will persist. That people within China want freedom as much as you, except they have been victims of psychological warfare for so long that they don't remember how to. They don't know how to fight correctly, but they will learn. They will begin to rise up and take back control. And see, this is why things here in the United States of America aren't as tumultuous, aren't as chaotic. Because once you start implementing that reign of control here in the United States, lockdowns or whatever it might be again, the people here are too awake. They're not going to put up with it. They're going to rise up and they're going to say no. They're not going to go to the streets and fight Antifa and BLM and start yelling at the windows and burning down businesses. No. They're going to go to the politicians' houses. They're going to go to their government buildings, their local, their state government buildings. And they're going to go there and they're going to express their amendment, their First Amendment right Redress of grievances, the right to be heard, freedom of speech, freedom of press. The globalists are afraid, not of the global population that is awakening right now, but of the angry Americans who are waiting in the shadows, ready to come out and defeat tyranny. 
That's their biggest fear, and that's why it hasn't been that bad in America. But this is another reason why they have to culminate all these small little events to one large-scale event to where overnight the whole world is turned upside down. Where overnight people are thrown out of their houses, cold, hungry, jobless, sick. It's the only way they can do it. It's coming. And I do believe that the Great Awakening will prevail, that people will rise up against this tyranny and oppression and will be successful in this endeavor. We'll see you next time on the Dark Delight Show. Have a great day.